when I enter my villain era, I'm going to wear a lot of rubber. Um, not like gimp suits or shit like that, because then it's like, oh, my villain era is like all kinky and shit. No, I'm going to wear like, like, like I'm going to dress up like a basketball one day and like then the next day like a duck and that's going to be my villain era. And what, what, what acts of villainy am I going to be perpetuating, you might ask? Well, 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 I'm just going to run around and give people wedgies. The great literary icon of both our time and the time before, um, known mononymously as Cher, posed the question once, do you believe in life after love? Um, many people have throughout history tried to answer this question and I, I'd like to answer this question um, because at the end of the day it is a personal question and everybody's answer is different. It's not like, um, why is the sky blue? It's, do you believe? And the answer is yes, I do believe in life after love. And in my last episode, I spoke about villains and why they're cool and shit. And I thought, but what about the villains that don't stay villains? Um, the ones that end up redeemed. Those guys. Uh, it's actually becoming one of the most common tropes in modern media. The redemption arc. Characters being redeemed. And in cartoons, it plays a very important role. Especially when you look at the stuff that's directed at the kiddos. Because what a better message to send out to the world than you can... To the kiddies of the world than... You know, you can change your mind if you've been doing something wrong. Um, you know, you, you do have the option to stop, but even if your reasons for doing something wrong might be very compelling. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The redemption arc. The arc where a villain is taken from being a villain and is transposed into being not a villain or a bad guy. Um, you know, this typically does apply specifically to villains because they have to be like bad in order to be reformed and um redeemed whereas like anti uh, like just a general using the word antagon antigone and antag whoa antagonist <laughs> using the word antagonist is a bit too broad and might include people that are not villainous and not necessarily in need of redemption arcs but yeah um, there's also the whole thing that not everybody who gets a redemption arc is a villain. Um, I, I think I want to focus specifically on villains because bringing in the whole concept of, you know, your quote-unquote morally good characters also needing to be redeemed for whatever reason is um, an entirely different conversation, if you ask me. But yeah, so let's get into today's episode where we're going to sort of go over the whole concept of redemption. What makes a good redemption arc? What makes a bad redemption arc? Because there's a lot of those. And I'm then going to relate all of those nice things to some of my favorite redeemed baddies from the cartoons. Because this is a cartoon podcast. And on this podcast we talk about cartoons. Yeah. How that sound? Let's get into it.
Ooh, so what even is redemption? Um, that's a question that has an answer. And the definition of redemption is, according to Google, the act of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. Or a thing that saves someone from error or evil. Um, now, when we talk about media and cartoons in particular, this definition doesn't really always apply because it sort of makes it seem as if there's an external person that is being wronged and the fact that their wronging is being stopped is the redemption. But when it comes to villains in particular or antagonists or just not good people, um, this is different. It's not an external thing. It's an internal thing. They essentially begin a journey towards saving themselves from their own sin or their own error or their own shortcomings. Um, I say shortcomings because it's not always a villain thing. Like I said in the intro, sometimes protagonists and good characters have to go through redemption arcs. But anyway, so... For our purposes, we are going to refine, define redemption as the series of acts that go towards a villain saving themselves from their own evil misdoings, etc. That's what defines redemption in such a way that we can relate it back to redemption arcs in such a way that we can relate it back to what's the purpose of this podcast talking about cartoons yes because that's what we're gonna eventually lead up to but anyway now in media this plays out in a particular way but generally media is a reflection of real life and redemption arcs i don't think we can call we can break up real life into arcs but in real life people do go through a journey towards redemption um it's never linear it's never easy and it's usually incredibly messy hardly ever not never because let's be honest sometimes it's a little bit too easy to forgive people who don't deserve it now in real life we often see redemption arcs play out in families where members have wronged each other and then you know this is not something i've ever experienced but i hear that it's a possibility that family members can change their minds about something they're wrong about and then show that they've changed their mind and act in such a way that affirms this in the person they've wronged and then you know the person might forgive them and welcome them back to to their lives if they've been um estranged or whatever um in terms of like friend groups you can wrong your friend and then work towards making it up to them that's redemption um if we look at states um i'll look at like germany um you know there was world war ii there was the holocaust there was the nazi rule and over the decades germany has sort of signaled to the rest of the world that they're not those people any longer you know they denounce nazism and all that it's not to say that germany's been redeemed but um you know they're trying or whatever or they did try um but yeah in real life redemption is a thing that does happen it's reflected in media 
but in media takes on an interesting turn because in real life like i said it's hardly ever linear it's hardly ever simple it's hardly ever as quick but that's not always the case in real life there are circumstances where you're like perhaps i should just and that's okay because nobody's criticizing your life in terms of like from an entertainment standpoint nobody's looking at your personal life and saying oh my lord this person does not deserve redemption because they didn't do all these things when the person they require redemption from is like well you know what in my eyes it's fine and maybe it is maybe it isn't personally speaking don't ever do that thing let the person work for their redemption because either they'll get tired of trying and then you know that they don't deserve it or they'll continue trying to a point where you're like yes i can forgive this person but don't just forgive people and i think that in media redemption arcs give us an opportunity to sort of question forgiveness question how we relate to people who wrong us who then we turn around and say i forgive you too um so yeah in real life redemption exists it's weird and not always something that can be comparable to media and entertainment because when it comes to media and entertainment we're judging writing <laughs> we're judging how well a creator constructed this thing Whereas real life you're dealing with emotions you're dealing with actions you're dealing with people but yeah now forgetting real life getting back into media getting back into entertainment getting back into uh oh we'll get to the questions later but you know redemption and redemption arcs have been around literally throughout history none of these tropes that we see today are ever new they've okay some are because you know society advances things change blah 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 but a lot of the basis of a lot of the tropes that we as a society um consume have been there for for thousands of years um we i can think of just a few examples that come to mind the first one in my opinion is the bible um the new testament of the bible is this vicious bloodthirsty unforgiving characters road towards redemption by i don't know offering up his child as a lamb to the <laughs> a lamb to the slaughter literally <laughs> um you know another person who seems to really enjoy it writing redemption arcs was old boy willie shakespeare um william shakespeare the playwright and author from a very long time ago um he there were a few characters of his that sort of fell into this whole thing of redemption i think hamlet was one of them although like his daughter's death being the catalyst for his redemption is kind of annoying uh it was the thing um if we look at um Dr. Octopus Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2 the movie Spider-Man 2 when Tobey Maguire was still Spider-Man who in my opinion was the last um good Spider-Man I'm kidding 
I'm kidding. All the Spider-Man so far have been good. Um, yeah, he kind of does this thing where he realizes the error of his ways in his last moments and quote unquote redeems himself. That's an argument I'm gonna make later. But anyway, so yeah, throughout media, redemption arcs have existed. Throughout history, redemption arcs have existed. In our goddamn real lives, we have to deal with people needing redemption or us ourselves needing to be redeemed and having to follow some sort of pathway to achieving that, you know, redemption. And yeah, so now that we've got all of that out of the way, let's get into the nitty gritties of the redemption arc. What makes a redemption arc, the different types of redemption arcs, and you know how these are represented in our favorite types of media, the cartoons. to what makes up a redemption arc what is a redemption arc what how do we do this thing what makes up a you know standard one how do we navigate it because it's not just a plot point it's not just a moment in the story's time it's not a plot device it's not an incident it's it's an arc it's a story arc it's a segment of the overall that is followed from a certain point to a certain point that relates back to one or many characters and is a sub section of the overall story um it's an arc it's it's not a point it's not an action it's 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 a it's a road and there's a roadmap to that um so where do we begin we begin with a person who is in need of redemption um I think for simplicity's sake and, and avoiding being like our villain or our 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 antagonist or our blah blah just to reduce it down to a single word i'm just gonna call this person that requires redemption red because the first three words of redemption first three letters of redemption are r-a-d which spells red so what positions red as somebody that requires redemption well firstly immorality causing pain general lack of empathy and these things stem from sort of like this pyramid or these three points that make up a red character um the youtuber hello future me um posits a trifecta that is made up by the stakes red is considering their view of themselves and their view of the world and in order for them to sort of move from there's the point they're at to redemption there has to be changes in these and these changes have to be reflected in their story and their actions and how they navigate this fictional world until they reach a point where they are now fully into their redemption because there's there's no this isn't like a point where a character becomes redeemed it's like oh they do this now they're redeemed and i mean sure they can be but that's not good that's 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 boring you know redemption isn't like i said it's not a point it's an arc it's this slow burn and your character isn't at some point just all of a sudden redeemed they come into their redemption and in order for this trifecta these three 
internal points because at the end of the day these things are internal this at this point we're dealing entirely with the internal goings on of red um you know something has to give and then you have the catalyst what is the catalyst the catalyst is the thing that inspires change in one of these three points internally that would then lead to them making external changes a catalyst can be anything from another character who causes a change of heart in them it could be a change in circumstances it could be a change in it's just a change that causes our red to question these three things um when it comes to the stakes of the story circumstantially uh what was a stake could no longer exist um if we look at just a random example that pops into my head i look at horde hordak not horde prime hordak from shira and the princesses of power who's you know catalyst towards redemption kind of is him getting trapped in etheria <laughs> because prior to that his stakes were serving horde prime that was his only objective and in as much as him landing in etheria began with him trying to conquer etheria for horde prime it led to a change in stakes for him it led to <laughs> later meeting in trapdoor which was another catalyst for him and so his circumstances changed his stakes um a person can change his stakes as well like like i said in trapdoor with hordak prime hordak fuck the prime you know he met in trapdoor he fell in love with her then all of a sudden something was more important than hord prime to him and that changed his view of the world okay anyway no 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 let's not make this about hord prime hordak 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 um <laughs> secondly is the change in the view of self usually we see this a lot with like another character coming in and them being smitten or taken by this character taken aback by this character this character has some effect on them that has them looking in on themselves and saying maybe i want to be better maybe i want to be different maybe me is not okay the way i is um maybe me could be better for this person the circumstance this whatever this catalyst that has come and has made me see that maybe i'm not i'm okay i'm not okay maybe a recognition of villainy and evil is what sets off this but either way you've got somebody who thinks they're okay and is now all of a sudden like maybe i'm not and that's also a nice little spark and then the last thing is how they view the world now the view of a world is quite a compelling for me in my opinion i don't think stakes and you know view of self in their own rights are as compelling as the view of the world for an inciting incident for a redemption arc when you have a character that views the world in a particular way like uh for instance colonizers when you have colonizers that view people of color and other lands as theirs they are more than happy to go around destroying killing mud you know genocide the rest of it because their view of the world is that this is our world um these 
beings, these animals, are not people, and therefore we can treat them however, or use them to our advantage, their livestock, right? Um, your view of the world is that your source of power, which is your statehood, your whiteness, your whatever the colonizing thing that made you put you in a position to be a colonizer um when that changes like when you see like modern white people who live on colonized lands and go to protests and shit <laughs> you know if, if if you're if you're one of these people and you grew up in a racist family and then you meet a black or a brown person and you're like wait you're an actual human being who is worthy of my empathy and then all of a sudden now you're going around treating people of color as if they're human beings <laughs> that is a change in your view of the world um uh, also view of self because then you start to see your racism as evil but beside the point of a change in the view of the world for me generally leans towards being the more powerful and more compelling forces for a redemption arc all right now once you've got this catalyst and the these three internal points are brought into question you know the story continues your character still does things if they're a villain they're still going to be going about their villainy but you see these chinks in their armor start to show through and that brings us to the most important part of a redemption arc and that is the mistakes that they make along the way this is for me what makes a good redemption arc it's the frustration that comes with knowing that this person could be good and watching them fail it's the anticipation that comes with seeing all these failures that they've experienced now amounting to growth like lessons learned like they know okay i can't do that even though i've already done that you know um it is this 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 that, that's that's the emotional connection that we have to this character is these mistakes especially if these mistakes reflect our own especially if we can see ourselves because a lot of the time we drum up evil people as to these grander larger than life inhuman sources of nothing but evil or whatever but they're human beings and you know human beings relate to each other because at the end of the day we're, we're, we're all more or less the same at our bases we, we all evolved from the same common ancestor and whatever um and at the end of the day any human being can go see a psychologist and achieve help right because in as much as all of our brains might work differently in as much as our morals and values might be different we're all people and we tend to function more or less the same um so yeah so we see ourselves in these characters we f we see our own experiences in the mistakes that they make um and it brings us to a point where we're like this person has really earned because that's another thing this redemption needs to be earned i don't give a shit what you anybody thinks redemption fucking needs to be earned what just what qualifies redemption being earned of course is different from story to story and from character to character but it does need to be earned right so all these ups and downs reflect the change in self they give us this, this sense that this person is even if they're not trying it gives us this sense of connection to them that we can be like oh maybe i too can be better or maybe maybe we see somebody else maybe we see a friend who's harmed us in certain in a certain way and you can see perhaps 
what led to them because another way that all these mistakes and this reflection of self in these three points um wow i completely forgot the point i was trying to make anyway let's move on um yeah and then as they move through these things as they make these mistakes and start making fewer and fewer mistakes and start moving to a point where now we start to see them as not their mistakes and not as a villain but as redeemed once they have now come into their redemption um because we're still dealing with the internals this hasn't quite become external yet we're still dealing with the changes in self the catalysts and oh well i suppose i did but uh, yeah i'm (laughs) I feel like I'm all over the place today and I've got like a very detailed outline that I'm just not looking at. But anyway, so let's actually just take a step back before we start talking about mistakes and start talking about actions from these changes in self. Whew. So now once your character has experienced this shift from viewing themselves in a particular way, viewing their stakes in a particular way or viewing and or viewing the world in a particular way, they make decisions they maybe start to do things differently perhaps you catch a glimpse of second guessing and it is from this point that we can now get to the point where they start making all the mistakes along the way towards redemption in all of this generally there is a clear-cut decision to move away from redness into uh shall we say blueness for the other side of it i don't like that and i'm not going to do that we'll just say redemption um there's a point where red is like perhaps it might not even be an explicit thing but as an audience there should be a point where even if you're not certain there's a feeling deep in your core that this character might come around um, and then they begin their journey of making mistakes or they this happens in the middle of their journey towards making mistakes sometimes you don't even see it coming it hits you at the end and all of a sudden they're redeemed and you're like wait what but I agree and then you look back and you're like okay I didn't see that but now I see it and yeah so you've got the sense of self the sense of self has changed the change sense of self leads to a change in actions maybe there's a point where they decide to actively change and they move into their redemption right now there is this divide between redemption in our eyes as the audience and redemption in the character's eyes of the story especially if a character has been wronged and redemption is sought from this character by red um the and what i quite like about this whole difference between our perceptions of the redemption versus the actual character's perceptions of the redemption is you get to see how red's behavior affects the other characters beyond their redemption especially if the whole point of this character is to be redeemed if their whole the whole, the whole thing in the story is being a reformed villain then it's good to see how people that are affected by this person might respond to them um it's good to see that anger and derision directed towards them even if you don't experience it it's good to see hatred even 
because it reminds you that this person needs to be redeemed this person has done wrong and that's why they're in this mess but from our perspective we probably can see it from the get-go or maybe we don't but that distinction is just so satisfying and so necessary in my opinion there has to be a difference between the way we receive we perceive redeemed villains and the way our characters in the story perceive these redeemed villains and that's what makes up oh no 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 let's not end there then (laughs) your villain comes into redemption now once a villain is has come into their redemption not every character in the story has to forgive them not every character in the story has to offer them that sense of redemption because at the end of the day they've probably harmed them and forgiveness is not linear and forgiveness is not always deserved sometimes forgiveness is completely unnecessary for the harmed person involved and sometimes it's good to just let go but yeah your villain comes our red comes into their redemption maybe they're a good guy now maybe they're just not a bad guy anymore but either way the whole point of a redemption arc is to take somebody from a point from a low point and bring them up in a in a way that is satisfying Ugh, finally I get to talk about cartoons. <laughs> so now, now that we've got what makes up a good... Uh, not what makes up a good, but what should make up a redemption arc. Let's talk about some good and bad things. Good and bad redemption arcs. Firstly, the different types of redemption arcs. Let's get into that, because there are quite a few different types. The most common type being the reformed villain. Um, another common like redemption arc is a like familial redemption where you have a family member or friend it's not always blood ties that harms another friend by perhaps an unconscious when i say unconscious i mean unconscious in terms of how it will affect that other person but not really a quote-unquote unconscious decision but like a decision that lacks empathy towards the other person and they get hurt and maybe you know there needs to be a point where they work towards forgiveness um other you know redemption arcs can be like a failing of a hero um a hero could fail at a task and it could have disastrous effects that perhaps have them looking like an asshole in the view of society or the world or the, the, the land of their story or whatever and you know and they need to like be redeemed in that aspect and you know <laughs> there's also the failed redemption which isn't the same as a bad redemption arc let me just state that a failed redemption is intentional it's where you have a character that starts moving towards redemption and then backtracks and st- so it's failed on their part but it's still it still can be a facet of very good writing and and then another really interesting redemption arc that i quite like is the unwanted redemption arc this is when your character is redeemed against their will and that for me is fun um 
if we look at your typical villain arcs, there are too many examples to mention. Um, I'm just going to throw a few fun ones that pop into my mind out there. Like um, Ludo from Star Versus, who starts off as your primary antagonist and before the end of the series is just a, a fun... Um, not really good guy but like neutral character that kind of just decides to stop being weird and live his life <laughs> which is a nice which i think is an interesting take on the redemption arc the whole moving from an extreme low to a middling point and then just moving horizontally and maintaining that neutral place um there's you know the most spoken about redemption arc and one that i'm really not going to talk much about and i'll explain why later that's you know zuko from avatar who was primary antagonist and then best boy best team boy who helped save the day and you know became protagonist's best friend or whatever but anyway um when we look at like our familial redemption arcs um, like I said, this generally involves a family member or loved one perhaps wronging another loved one and then having to walk towards that redemption, that forgiveness, that that I'm okay now because I've made up for what I've done wrong. Um, an example that I don't want to use because I really want to use it for other ones is Shadow Weaver, who is essentially mother to Shira and Katra. Not Shira, Adora. Who is it? Who is Shira? But his mother to Adora and Katra, who does a lot of shit. Who, in my in my opinion, is never really redeemed, and I'll explain why later when I talk about that later because that's coming up later. But you know, her main evil, apart from being one of the bad guys, is how she abuses Katra, and to an extent, Adora. Um. It is for this reason that I don't believe she's redeemed because in as much as on Adora's side things got nice, on Catra's side she did fuck all and Catra's where the redemption really needed to come from. But yeah, so family situations, it's an interesting one because it's not really always evil, it's a lot more complicated, there's a lot more feelings and less action involved, but if done well, can be so satisfying. Um... Then we talk about the failed redemption arc. I personally love a failed redemption arc because I find in reality, more often than not, people will try to be good and be like, it's too hard. Let's go back. <laughs> um, my example for this is one of my favorite examples of a failed redemption because it's the only... Oh, no, it's not the only failed redemption, but it's one of those failed redemptions that to me just frustrates me it, it pisses me off it makes me so angry that this is what happened and that's what you want from a failed redemption you should be frustrated and angry that this person that you were rooting for is now backtracking and may never come correct chloe bourgeois miraculous tales of ladybug and cat noir <laughs> perfect example and also a perfect example of something else later but she abused and bullied and harassed and relentlessly made Marinette's life hell and she was redeemed by Ladybug who 
for having a superpower um and because this idol of hers ladybug who was like maybe you can be good she was like okay i'm going to try and she tries and after a while her self her self-centeredness because the, the, and that's the thing there isn't that change in self like the change in perception of self starts it off but it didn't get there and then you know adrian came along and he was like we're not going to be friends anymore if you're not nice to people and <laughs> instead of like working towards being nice so she performs niceness and you know no genuine part of her changes in order for her to be redeemed even though she takes these quote unquote steps that we see towards redemption and even there's a point where we don't hate her we're like ooh go chloe fuck it up um queen b whatever whatever um but she felt she's not redeemed she turns around and is like you know what i'm going to go join the bad guys shadow moth do you want to akumatize me i'm waiting i'm here like i'm pretty sure there was literally a point where she was trying actively trying to get akumatized so she could attack Marinette and them. <laughs> so yeah, Chloe Bourgeois. And then the last type of redemption I just want to point out is the unwanted redemption. Now, this is weird. This is an interesting one. And unfortunately, I can only think of one particular example because well, there's not because I can only think of one particular example. Now, what an unwanted redemption arc is? It's when your character is just going through life and perhaps the circumstances they're in the situations they're in the people they're around the characters they're around whatever just chip away at who they are as a red and bring them towards redemption um, um the character that generally pops into when I think about, you know, this unwanted redemption where this character doesn't want to be redeemed but because of their circumstances or whatever, they actually end up being redeemed. Um, is Jamak from Kipo in the Age of Wonderbeasts, who is one of uh, Scarlamane's lackeys that kind of gets exiled from being a lackey. And just through, like, making the decision to do little good things along the way, because he's no longer part of the morally bankrupt group, um, he moves towards redemption, much to his dismay. And he makes it very evident that he's not happy about the fact that he's moving towards redemption. But he does. And it's a great example. Yeah. And so... Now that we've established these types of redemption arcs, I want to talk about just a few points that can make or break a redemption arc. And I'm actually just going to give examples where they break the redemption arc, where it becomes bad because they handle this particular thing the wrong way. And um, I'm just going to make five points. There's plenty more. But I'm just going to make five and relate those back to cartoons. The third point is motivation. Yeah, your character kind of has to be motivated by this internal change in order to be redeemed. If they lack this motivation and they are redeemed, because now we're talking about bad redemption arcs, if they do, if motivations are not a substantial enough fact, if they're not good enough, if they're not potent enough, um, it can be a, a you know a bad redemption arc. Um, 
I said I was going to bring up this character again, and that Shadow Weaver, she, in my opinion, wasn't redeemed. First point, because her motivations were not correct. She only went to the good guys because she had no choice. She, while quote-unquote helping the good guys, worked pretty much solely towards her own ends, gaining power, that sort of a thing. In the end, she does something, and for a lot of people, that did redeem her in their eyes, not in mine. But I'm going to talk about that a little bit later as well. Um, the second one is entitlement. If your character becomes entitled to redemption, it can, be, it can feel undeserved and even boring or, you know, could potentially make you despise this character even more if you despise them. It's not a good look if a character doesn't deserve to be redeemed. They shouldn't be redeemed. I've said this. I've said that redemption needs to be earned. And a character who feels entitled to redemption doesn't deserve it. My example is one that I brought up earlier for the failed redemption. And it's part of why her redemption failed. And that's Chloe Bourgeois from Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. <laughs> she feels she deserves to be Queen Bee simply because she was the first queen bee if that makes sense she was the first bee miraculous holder in marinette's hero team and because of that she feels she still deserves that position and it was only in that position that she was redeemed it was only as queen bee that chloe was redeemed she was not redeemed as chloe bourgeois not once everything for her was performance so yeah um another thing that can lead to, you know, the redemption arc feeling bad as if there's incongruency between the acts that lead to our character's redemption and a less satisfying redemption arc. Um, incongruency generally refers to the things that lead to them requiring redemption. Um, Oh, sorry, no. Incongruency refers to when the things that redeem the character are not the things that make the character require redemption in the first place, if that makes sense. So, my example is Bojack from Bojack Horseman. He, after being troubled by the fact that these reporters are now going to bring to light all the things he's done wrong... He goes on the show and he gives a really good interview where everybody loves him and he's quote-unquote redeemed. But the interview doesn't tackle the actual problems at hand. So his redemption feels false and not good. Um, I actually don't think that this should be included in the bad list, but anyway. So what then happens is he does another interview where all the actual things wrong with him are brought up and then his whole redemption falls flat and now he's the most hated actor in Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood at the time. Um, yeah, so incongruency. Not a good look, but it worked in that for instance. Um, the next, for instance, where redemption doesn't work and just isn't good is when your character is absolutely beyond redemption and the example i'm going to give 
is also a thing with the previous example but I, I need them here so character I'm going to be talking about is Mr. Burns from The Simpsons who is a viciously self-centered and greedy capitalist who runs a horrifically environmentally damaging company who actively tries to cut costs by destroying the environment who is cruel and treats his workers inhumanely who actively exploits the population at large and is is just genuinely a bad rich person because in my opinion most unredeemed unredeemable villains are generally greedy rich capitalistically motivated and you know when we look at a character like elon musk oh, I, I mean jeff bezos I, I may mean marx i'm whoa no mr burns mr burns from the simpson when we talk about these type of villains they shouldn't be redeemed because their actions are too vile they've done too much damage the only redemption for them is through justice justice for every act of evil that they've committed yeah and then the next point that generally can lead to a bad redemption arc is lack of accountability accountability is very important when it comes to redemption like i said redemption needs to be earned and if you're characters are not being held accountable for their actions when they were evil it makes the redemption feel unearned biggest example of this in modern cartoon history obviously the diamonds from steven universe they did nothing to earn the redemption sure steven reformed the society at large but they just kind of got off scot-free and got to enjoy the new society and i don't like that but it was enjoyable for the story or whatever so yeah there's that and so you know um accountability very important now the last point i want to make when it comes to what makes a bad redemption arc is also something that can make a good redemption arc and i don't think it's it's actually a small topic on its own when it comes to redemption and i'm going to do that now is death can a character be redeemed by their death firstly i want to say outright no no character can ever be redeemed by the act of death death itself is not a redeeming factor what leads up to that death that generally is where you find the redemption but the act of death itself not a redeeming thing um an example i want to bring up for this one is clarence from final space who is pretty big antagonist early on and not a big antagonist but like a, a middling antagonist early on and then sort of just like fades into obscurity when his two kids join the good guys um towards the very end of season three rest in peace final space um <laughs> season four, barely. but at the end of se- towards the end of season three um Clarence is contacted and is told that he can help his children. He's told that he needs to go to this planet and he can do this thing and he can help these two kids of his that have become estranged that he also kind of abused and kidnapped and the rest of it but um what was I going to say? Yeah, he does this thing then he's killed 
and it sort of feels like we're trying to redeem him and i can understand it um considering his kids that are good guys and he does do a lot of good but his death does nothing to redeem him because his redemption arc starts maybe 10 minutes before that but yeah redemption arcs are an interesting concept and everything that makes them up everything that leads to them being good leads to them being bad there's good there's bad there's been many but too many perhaps some people might even say that the redemption arc is overdone and tired overdone and dry overdone and tender <laughs> but yeah redemption hey redemption those were uh, redemption arcs and how they relate back to cartoons thank you thank you for joining another episode of tuned up and tuned out a podcast where me a blue buff green soap talks cartoons if you like this episode you can give it a like or a thumbs up or a heart or whatever your platformy thingy allows you to do to like notify me that you don't hate me and that you want me to like not commit tree nut side um <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but if you want to leave a like leave a like um if you use the apple podcasts platform you can comment i would love it if you commented um i actually know how to read them now so go girls um if you want to get in touch with me if you want to i don't know send episode suggestions or you want to like send me a bit to read at the beginning of my episodes or whatever you can email me on tuned dot up dot was it tuned out i think it's tuned out oh my god let me check it's tuned dot out dot pod at gmail.com you can pop an email there the actual correct email address will be in the description so just look there like if if this isn't helpful or if i'm actually wrong because i didn't check um yeah <laughs> but yeah thank you for listening to another episode and i'll see you on friday